Well, hello, my name is Enrique Montiel. Thank you for coming in this difficult time between between you and lunch. So we're gonna uh, talk today about uh, like a short journey, a conversation about uh, the role of feed as a fomite for salmonella and for other pathogens in, in Turkey. Uh, the way I will handle this is via like probably as a conversation and then I'll probably approach uh, this presentation as what a program to prevent pathogens in feed would be and uh, uh, actually what a program to prevent the entrance of pathogens into animal production would be and I'll be coming back and forth to the role of feed in, in this program. So if we think of the factors and the vectors that can bring disease into a poultry operation, there is a variety of, of vehicles, of fomites, as they are called, when they bring contamination into your birds. Uh, this particular graph is interesting because the relative importance of each of the factors, there are many, is depicted by the size of the circle. To start going back and forth, feed and prevention of pathogens in, in poultry production, you see that the feed in this uh, graph is one of the bigger uh, uh, circles. So there is, and I will be talking about this along the presentation, there is ample evidence that feed is an important vehicle to bring pathogens into poultry production. Not the only one, but one of the important ones. When we talk about pathogens in feed, pathogens in poultry production, of course, salmonella has an important uh, place in it. Salmonella would normally live in the intestine of uh, humans and animals. However, from there, it can take a trip and become a contaminant to feed and intervene in foodborne disease uh, in humans. Again, in this whole process, feed has an important role because of the way, the way feed can reach the whole, your whole poultry operation in a very quick way, like, and in a very uh, ample way. If we go back and look at what the ultimate consequence of having salmonella contamination, salmonella infections in your poultry, uh, there's an important initiative of the US government to decrease salmonella infections in humans. These achievement or the attainment of these goals depends largely of what we can we can find or we can achieve in terms of preventing salmonella in the production animal setting. And I'll go a little deeper on that. Uh, poultry of course is not the only source of salmonella into foodborne uh, diseases in humans. There is a variety of uh, protein sources to human diets and then from those sources, there is a variety of uh, salmonella serovars that can come. About 50 serovars are disease causing in animals and also in humans. So we will we'll go back in and talk about some of these serovars lately. This is the report of foodborne diseases in the US in the time frame between 96 and 2020. We see that in, when we talk about foodborne diseases, salmonella is at the top of the charge, on, second only to Campylobacter infections. If we compare the US 
with the European situation, we see that there is a steady number of cases in both ends, uh, both sides of the ocean, where salmonella or salmonellosis in humans remains being uh, a health uh, concern for authorities and for uh, probably pretty much for everybody. If we think about some uh, basic uh, salmonella stats, uh, salmonella has a global incidence and this is being quantified in about 153 million uh, cases globally. Uh, there's an attribution of about 52% of the cases to, uh, to foodborne uh, origin. The uh, total estimated death toll is about 60,000. And again, coming back and forth, what a salmonella prevention will be and the role of feed in, in this picture, uh, there's a number of different publications in the literature and research work that shows over 500 today that show uh, feed has an important role in the incident salmonella in poultry production and will show later ultimately into human disease. When we think of pathogens going into, into an animal production system, um, we think of microbial contamination. When the culprit is salmonella, there's an immediate consequence into, into food safety because there's a huge effort, not only from the poultry, but from the various protein sources uh, that uh, supply the, the human uh, food chain to uh, prevent salmonella or minimize the incidence of salmonella. That, that, uh, that's an immediate consequence. If, you get, if your contamination is salmonella, this leads immediately to uh, a food safety program. Again, we can think of these Yes, I want to have a program to uh, control salmonella, minimize salmonella, decrease the prevalence, decrease loads. But coming back to my initial question, how does that relate to feed? There's uh, a little comparison here. On the left is one of the CDC, and I, I don't know how well you can see the slides, but I'll tell you what it says. The, the, the chart, the pie chart, shows the most prevalent serobars uh, that are found in human disease. The table on the right shows what was found in a survey in 80 different feed mills in the United States in terms of salmonella serobars. If you check the serobars on the table and the ones in the pie chart, they probably, exception made of one or two, most of the serobars that are found isolated from human disease were found in feed mills in the United States. So there is, there is definitely a correlation in what has been found in the, in the feed mills that provide the feed to your animal production systems and what is found in the isolation from human disease. I don't want to minimize the caliber of the effort uh, of a salmonella program and uh, reduce it just to feed. Uh, the, Probably the mainstream of this presentation is to keep uh, within what a salmonella program is, what the relation to feed is. And I, I'm going to talk about, and this is a topic I've discussed with several of you over the years, the vaccination is one of the important uh, centerpieces of salmonella prevention in poultry. 
all salmonella programs have a vaccination of some sort at the breeder level or at the roller level. What vaccination allows is a targeted serotype specific prevention program. For example, if you find salmonella enteritis in your breeders, you have a vaccine made and then you vaccinate them and the aim is to prevent the transmission of that salmonella from the breeder to the project. What happens is that in the course of all this, uh, putting all these measurements in place, the birds continue to, of course, eat feed that come from a source or maybe a variety of sources in feed meals. If the birds, the breeders, and the progenies are consuming salmonella contaminated feed, the same set of bar may be found in both. And it doesn't mean your program didn't work. I mean, it doesn't mean that necessarily that came through vertical transmission. It can come through vertical transmission because nothing is absolute or perfect. However, there's a big opportunity that if your feed is contaminated, the set of bars you find in the breeders, you're gonna find in your, your project as well. Um, within what is the uh, uh, salmonella program, there's a number of different factors. And again, feed is part of it. The importance of mentioning feed in the program is that it's very often an ignored step in the prevention of salmonella. If we look all the way to the left, probably the very beginning of salmonella control in any program is, happens when you pellet your feed. When you pellet your feed, you have a good opportunity to kill a lot of the bacteria, not only salmonella, but others that can be in that feed. However, that feed needs to start a journey to the point of consumption, and, and you need to protect your feed. So right next to the pelleting, I put a little icon saying, I put in feed sanitation, which is always an option to protect the feed from the point of manufacturing to the point of consumption. Of course, this is not exclusive, and this is not the magic bullet. This is part of a holistic, comprehensive salmonella program that will include rodent control, biosecurity, water uh, treatments, and a number of other things that have to work harmoniously, because if one of these doesn't work, the salmonella is going to make it through. In, in, this, in this order, of, uh, or along this line, again, if we go back to the feed, and you think about dissemination agent into your poultry operation, feed has a great chance to reach all your birds in no time. And if you have a salmonella contamination in your feed, in a raw material, or in your feed meal, there's a good chance that that salmonella is going to reach a lot of, uh, or the majority of your operation in a very short period of time. Every step, in the in the in a salmonella control program has an intervention. Every step of production has a different intervention aiming decreasing salmonella prevalence and salmonella loads as well. This works like a chain and each probably step of production will be one of these links in the slide. Again often, very often, the feed is a, like a missing link that is not always taken into account. And the, your raw materials and your finished feed are always elements that need to be tested. And if an intervention is needed there, it needs to be put in place. So again, salmonella programs are usually a complex 
uh, move that every poultry operation has to do, where every step has a role, and where feed sanitation or, or the understanding of the role of the feed in harboring or disseminating that salmonella needs to be understood, needs to be investigated, and needs to be corrected if, if, if a corrective is needed. Um, just, just a quick uh, journey. Uh, several of you work in the industry, and you know every step has a, a testing procedure to check how successful uh, your salmonella control is. And again, feed important part of it. I want to step away from salmonella for a second and talk about other pathogens that can come into, into your feed or can be disseminated through your feed. And again, there's a variety of pathogens. We talked about salmonella, the upper part of the slide. If you have salmonella, you have a food safety issue. But your contamination may be of a different nature. I mean, you can have other pathogens that can impact, for example, enteric uh, health, which is a, a term that is very well-fashioned for several years now in the industry. Your enteric health is not good. Your performance is not going to be good. So just briefly, I wanted to show you again a recent piece uh, of, of a study that was done. These, I'll walk you through this chart for the sake of the time won't explain it thoroughly, but this is a necrotic interactive challenge model where birds were challenged at 17 days of age with a strain of Clostridium perfringens. On the far right are your untreated birds. And next from the far right is the negative control that wasn't challenged. And then your three sets of columns on the left are the birds where an intervention was applied in, in the field. So even when you're talking about other pathogens, the, the control through feed is important. And what this, what this uh, chart is showing is that by decreasing the pathogen load, in this case, the Crostidium perfringens load in the feed, these three sets of columns on the left, the right is the total mortality in each set, the left is the necrotic and the right is specific mortality. In every case, decreasing the pathogen load in the field led to a decreasing mortality. That came together with improvement in the production traits as well. So if we think of a food safety program, uh, problem regarding salmonella, or we think of another sort of pathogen that is coming through feed, there's always an opportunity in implementing interventions, or at least on developing an understanding of what this contamination means to your ultimate, to your final result in a poultry operation. This is not limited to poultry. There's, uh, and this is just a summary, there's uh, multiple uh, evidences on how feed can act as a fomite, as an agent to disseminate disease in swine, <coughs> in poultry and in other species, uh, including uh, the recent outbreaks of African swine fever, where there's several, now several pieces of research that show that feed is an important vehicle to, uh, to spread the disease. And contaminated feed can cause disease in susceptible uh, pigs. Again, 
if we think of uh, what your whole biosecurity program means, yes, there's many steps. We saw in previous slides, there's, there's a number of different things that are applying different points in the, in the operation. However, feed remains being one of the most organic elements in your poultry operation because, number one, because of the opportunity of harboring and acting as a fulmite to spread disease. And number two, the ability to reach your whole operation in a very short period of time. It's always good, uh, I want to be clear, all this needs to go with the under, the first step of all this is the understanding of the problem. Uh, feed may not be a problem for you, but it may be. And the first step is always like everything else, there's a, there's a testing uh, process where you find out, determine what your problem is, and determine what corrective can be applied if, if feed is acting as a formula for salmonella and for other pathogens in your, in your operations. Probably as final remarks, uh, uh, feed has been uh, like widely related to the salmonella incidence in uh, production animals. We know now that uh, the set of bars that are found in human cases are related to what uh, the set of bars that are found in feed meals. So that, established, that establishes a, a clear correlation between the two. Uh, a, a comprehensive program needs to be applied. There's not a, one magic bullet for salmonella prevention or salmonella control in any product, animal production setting. So I want to thank you for your attention and welcome any questions if, uh, if we have time. is there is an initiative in the U.S. to decrease salmonella and which way is that trending? Uh, in the periods that have been evaluated and this is available on the CDC website, uh, there's been a, a slight increase lately which probably what was prompted the initiative from the U.S. to do the, the healthy food program and uh, uh, try to implement measures. Actually it's an invitation to the industry to propose programs to decrease uh, salmonella prevalence and load in production animals. The trend in the U.S. is probably uh, steady with a slight increase. I think the latest European reports that I don't know if they're published yet indicate that it's been a decrease, but they attribute that to less people eating out. There's been a uh, there's been a remark already uh, put out that say what less people are eating out because of COVID. Any other questions, comments? The question is if uh, salmonella is everywhere in the environment besides the feed. 
the answer is salmonella have been found in a number of, I mean, you can find environmental salmonella. And probably every element of production has a role in it. Um, where feed is one of the elements. So when you look at a program, uh, and we talk about feed interventions to decrease salmonella, that, that's not the only thing. There's usually an other things to decrease the environmental salmonella, for example, rodent control programs that are going to prevent salmonella to come through other sources than feed. But yes, you can find salmonella in a number of, not only feed, a number of different places. The question is that uh, why, if the Campylobacter cases are higher than Salmonella, Campylobacter doesn't receive the same attention as Salmonella does? Um, the true answer is that I, I really don't know because when it comes to human disease, is um, uh, is definitely a, a problem. Um, I, and I, I, will, I will invite comments from other experts that are here. I think uh, in the case of salmonella, the, the testing and the measurements, the diagnosis and everything went hand in hand with the appearance of the human cases. In the case of Campylobacter, research is not that caught up with the problem. I think there's still questions about the diagnosis, about what the rules should be, um, is not as well established as salmonella. Probably uh, is also a problem that have been, has been uh, probably cl more closely diagnosed in more recent years. And there's still tools that are not there to put a policy in place and to put a prevention program in place other than biosecurity. Thank you very much for coming today.